This episode of the Council of the Wise Developers. In this Voices of the Tech Community episode, we'll hear from an incredible guest, Toby B. Toby B is an ultra successful entrepreneur, master wine merchant, marketing guru, NFT trailblazer, and business mentor to millions. He'll answer questions from the Toby B Nation. Then, the head of the council, Enoch Wise, will interview Scott Stoll, developer relations engineer at AppCircle and leader in the Flutter community. I'm Johnny McCode, speaker of the council. Are you interested in pursuing additional entrepreneur income that not interrupt your current job? I'm Johnny McCodes, Senior Editor of Tech News. Here are some headlines trending in the tech community. An NYC software engineer made a security fix suggestion this week and was actually listened to. As a result, a new feature at local startup LaborGulp was delayed by two weeks so that a SQL injection flaw could be closed. Upon hearing of the time spent to close the attack vector, investors in LaborGulp were furious. The investors projected that the time spent on the security fix sacrificed the acquisition of 1,000 new, non-profitable users. LaborGulp CEO immediately apologized to investors on a conference call, promising to never prioritize security again. As of press time, the company is grappling with how to cover up a just-discovered data leak. A local front-end developer argued with colleagues this week that the Comic Sans font has its place in the design world. The software engineer was immediately fired and blacklisted from the industry, restoring order. I'm Toby B. At 33 and 5 sevenths years old, I started selling my dad's bathtub wine on YouTube. It made me rich, and now I am dedicated to helping others find their inner entrepreneur. To make that happen, I'm going to answer some questions sent in from members of the Toby B Nation. This is Ask Toby B. Toby B, should I start a company now or after elementary school? Okay, you're young. You have time to just try to figure things out. Why spend time getting propagandized with how George Washington crossed some river or whatever? Go out there and do some retail arbitrage or, or mint some NFTs. Find your purpose. Forget the finger turkeys. Okay, next question. Toby B, what if I am not an entrepreneur? Everyone is an entrepreneur. It's just a matter of finding where inside your entrepreneur is hiding. Maybe under your gallbladder or your liver. Maybe you can't find your inner entrepreneur because you haven't been punched in the mouth yet. It's not your fault. Maybe you can handle being punched in the mouth, but it hasn't happened yet and you're soft. You need hard knuckles in your face, not literally, but a real punch in the face could do it too. Survive that punch and you'll find your inner entrepreneur. I'll tell you this though, if you go to my website right now and pay me $5,000, I will literally punch you in the face. Okay, next question. Toby B, should I sell part of my liver to buy more cryptocurrency? I've heard it will grow back and organs fetch a high price. You matter, okay? You matter. You need to love yourself. So, so no, you shouldn't sell part of your liver. 
That's just one payday. You should value yourself too highly to do that. But other people's organs may be available on the internet. So, so get out there on YouTube and market someone else's organs for double what you paid for them. That's being an entrepreneur. And yes, yes, buy every ounce of cryptocurrency you can with your profits. Obvs. Okay, okay. Another question. Toby B, should I start my own software as a service business to become an indie hacker? Yes! You don't need to learn how to code to charge people $9.99 per month anymore. Pay for one of those no-code tools that let you build your own website or, or try an e-commerce site that will build the code for you. I want you at junkyards, finding discarded merchandise, cleaning it up, and telling other Toby B Nationers about it. Offer those people monthly membership fees to find out which junkyards have the sweetest tossed-out designer handbags. Wealth built. Okay, last question. Toby B, should I kill myself? No, that's horrible. But you should get a stiff punch in the face. Hard knuckles, bloody nose. Then you'll know where your inner entrepreneur is. And it will be lonely. Being on the top is lonely. When you become an entrepreneur and you're at the top, you have no one. No one can be your friend anymore and, and you won't have time for family. On top of that, you keep getting punched in the face. But you have everything to live for, of course. Everything to live for. Like being alone and face punches. Now let's hear from our sponsor, Morgoth Defense Software. The new space race is upon us. Are you a powerful billionaire visionary intent upon reaching the stars? Only one thing can stop you. A slightly less rich billionaire launching first and stealing your thunder. How can you be the first man to eat a taco on the moon if someone gets there two days before you packing spicy pork? Don't you worry, the glory of the free market has you covered. We here at Morgoth Defense Software have the answer. SAMAS. That is S-A-M-A-A-S. Surface-to-air missiles as a service. Some British prick with a shitty airline somehow launches his rocket before yours? Our guidance system is already tracking his rocket. Just pay us the prevailing market rate for a surface-to-air missile launch, and we'll send that bird back down to the ground. Don't worry about the consequences. We'll blame some underdeveloped nations for launching the missile. Surface-to-air missiles as a service. Your rocket's already shaped like a dick. Let us help you pull a dick move. And now for the interview segment. It is at last time. Our glorious leader has time to hop on a quick call. Enoch Wise is our glorious leader of the council. A billionaire transhumanist 10xer on the spectrum. He can traverse an arbitrary undirected graph in 01 time complexity. 
the singleton pattern was based off of his social life. I give you... Enoch Wyayayayayz. Hello, my name is uh, Enoch Wise. I have here with me uh, Scott Stoll, developer relations engineer at App Circle. Hello, Scott. Hello. So, Scott, welcome to the council, the Wise Developers. You you work for App Circle. Can you tell me what App Circle is? App Circle, in short, is continuous integration, continuous delivery for the mobile space. Uh, that is Android, iOS, React Native, uh, SmartFace, so and of course, Flutter. Flutter. And oh. yes, and just to point something out here, App Circle. There are a number of CI/CD companies. And I need to tread very carefully because I'm friends with the owners of a lot of them. And I uh. don't want to ruin that. I can say without a doubt, and I will argue this with you guys over beers, Martin, Misha, Marie, that uh, App Circle is the easiest. I have gone in and gone from login to pushing and doing a build in three minutes, 40 seconds. Beat that with a stick because we don't have to play around with configuration files. It's all nice and easy. Interesting. Well, I'm pretty sure I've pissed off all the owners of CICD companies. So, well, we'll see how they feel about this interview. So, Scott, uh, then who needs App Circle? Basically, anyone doing work in the mobile space, including individuals, because the short version is you don't want to sit there and stare at your machine doing tests. You can just push and then ignore it and go back to work. It will run the tests. It will run the builds. It can send links to your finished files to your testers. It can even push it up to the app store for you. And the nice thing about it, in short, is if you are doing Flutter work professionally, a month worth of App Circle service costs less than one hour's billing. Compelling. Uh, for developers who perhaps see uh, CICD as some annoying acronym they don't understand or something they just don't want to touch, uh, why should people care about CICD? Because it creates an opportunity to go get more coffee. Wow, you're good at this. Well, the point is that you used to sit there and run tests, and then you couldn't code. Uh, but in this case... You don't have to babysit anything. You can just push it and you can either get right back to work or you can go walk the dog. My dog died. I'm working on uploading my dog's consciousness into the cloud so he will live forever. But back to that in a moment. Um, well, just, okay. I was going to make a joke about AWS, but maybe I shouldn't do that. Yeah. They threatened me a few times. The lawyers are very powerful. Um, well, you, you said you are active in Flutter. What Can you tell us what Flutter is? Flutter, in short. In fact, one of the things that I say in my talks, it's very important to understand the difference between what Flutter is and what Flutter is not. Hmm. Flutter is a UI toolkit. It does user interface. In fact, it can do so many other things very well. It's 
user interface with extra goodies on top. However, there are so many of these goodies that people start to think Flutter should be able to do the things that an operating system can do. They complain that Flutter is not able to natively reach right out to the Bluetooth. You know what? That's not the job of a UI toolkit. That's the job of the operating system. People say that Flutter sucks because it can't just, you know, reach out to the GPS or it can't reach out to the IMU. And my answer to that is, you know, I could say that Android sucks because it doesn't fold my laundry. It doesn't make it true. It's not supposed to. Flutter is supposed to do the UI. Flutter allows you to control every pixel on the screen. Flutter lets you do unbelievable things. It means you never have to tell your designer no. Flutter makes it very easy to do a lot of these things, and including animations. And in short, what the heck is it? Flutter is a game engine at its heart. In other words, mm. you get a canvas and you paint pixels to it, just like Clash of Clans, Clash of Kings, Bubble Witch, Candy Crush, whatever. And then what you can do with this, what they do is you are not dependent on the operating system's UI components. This is not like React Native where you borrow the native components. Flutter draws its own stuff. Okay. And the reason that it looks exactly like Android and exactly like iOS, the reason that they can get away with this is because Apple published the human interface design guidelines for all of these things and told the whole world that if you're going to write an iOS app, please use these guidelines. And Google said, okay. So now in Flutter, if you do your job right, people can't tell that it's a Flutter app. They think it's a regular iOS native app. And you know what? If they can't tell, they won't care. There's nothing I love more than tricking users. Oh, if you want to really trick users and have a good old time, take a material design guidelines UI, oh. which is Android, and stick it on an iOS app and then stick <laughs> it in the interface guideline on an Android app. Uh, I want to talk to you about DevOps for a moment, because would you consider App Circle to be uh, in the DevOps realm? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Some people uh, get into arguments with me that CICD shouldn't be confused with DevOps, and I walk away from those people with indignation, but they often follow me and continue to argue. So can you define DevOps in just two sentences and how it relates to CICD? DevOps, in short, takes care of all of that other stuff that coders need, but right. don't really have on their machine. So I am talking about things like uh, S3s from AWS, handling... Uh, you see ICD server set up internally and basically just all of that support stuff that you need when you turn around and push to your repo because your repo is not on your machine. Right? Right. Okay. Well, the repo is not on your machine. That's DevOps. And a lot of people will say, yes, that's DevOps. Well, if the repo is DevOps, then clearly the thing that pulls the code from the repo and runs the tests is going to be DevOps, right? Sure. So yeah, I'm I'm thinking that's all DevOps. And you know what? It's uh, it's rather amusing because you said two sentences. How many did I actually use so far? More than two. Well, in DevOps, there's a philosophy to treat servers as cattle, not pets, meaning we don't care for servers. We shoot them the second that we have an issue with them and just get a new one. 
So my question for you, Scott, is yes. How do we treat human software engineers that way? Uh, You know, the way that they treat human software engineers that way is kind of something I saw in the flutter space a little bit ago. Every single job listing said senior. Right. Nobody was advertising for any junior flutter engineers. They all wanted senior flutter engineers. And the hilarious part of it was that at one point, Flutter was two years and nine months out of its very first public commit. And you go on LinkedIn and you see these people advertising that they want a senior Flutter individual, a senior Flutter engineer, I'm sorry, with minimum five years experience in Flutter. Yeah, you know what you're talking about. Mm. Next. But the thing is, is that when people hire onto these companies, they expect you to be senior and take over the whole team. And if you can't do that, well, they just throw you away like a piece of cattle. And the funny thing is, is when they find somebody who can take over the team, that person doesn't know squat about Flutter. Well, my question for you is then why Flutter is written with a dot, correct? Why didn't they just use Haskell, the greatest programming language ever created? Because it can't compile in like seven different ways. Uh, I wrote my own Haskell compiler and it can compile to anything. Really? JavaScript for web? I would never generate JavaScript for web. I just generate web assembly. Mm, okay. Well, we're generating JavaScript for web. We are doing machine code, not by code. Flutter does not output a release binary or a release file that needs to be interpreted. It is all machine code binary. So it's machine code binary for iOS. It's machine code binary for Android. There's machine Mm -hmm. code binary for Windows, for Linux, for Mac, for uh, Fuchsia. Okay. And then on top of that, number seven, of course, is not machine code binary. It is JavaScript for web. So there's always an exception to every rule. Just like the wise council of developers. I mean, how did they end up with you? They're very lucky, and I really should charge them more. I don't know. I feel like you dodged my question about Haskell, but let's move on. We all know it's the best language ever. Uh, I'm building a a killer robot, and I want the killer robot to have a really cool uh, mean face screen that it taunts people with while it destroys human life. Uh, Could Flutter output to that? To the face, obviously. Yeah, the face of the killer robot, yes. It. I told you that it controls every pixel on the screen, didn't I? Were I you paying did, attention? I got very excited, yes. No, I, I don't need to know about your personal life. It can clearly draw to the screen, so it can draw that face. The question is, how do you want to animate that face? Do you want to use Flutter's built-in animations to keep it very simple? Do you want to create physics animations and draw curves using math to manipulate them? Or do you want to be really, really just brutal to yourself and cause yourself a lot of pain and do everything manually using calculations to draw pixel by pixel by pixel? Because you can do any of those. Well, I really want the the killer robot to look into the eyes of its victim with a disdain for uh, taking up resources that could have been uh, better expended on computers. So I'm thinking I want a math engine to draw like mean eyes. What do you think? 
Well, the first thing I'm thinking of is you're going to want to make sure that your operating system has a, uh, that Flutter has a plugin that works with that operating system because you're going to need to access the camera. And as I told you, Flutter is a UI toolkit. It's not an operating system. So you're going to need to access the camera and then you're going to need to run the ML toolkit plugin. Okay. Because you're going to need facial recognition and without facial recognition, your app is never going to look people in the eye. That's a good point. So we got to plan this backward. It's going to look them in the eye, which means it can recognize faces, which means it's using the ML toolkit, which means it's going to have to be outputting to one of the uh, platforms that the ML toolkit will be able to work with. So tell me, Scott, uh, can App Circle help us get uh, closer to the singularity where we all leave flesh behind and exist in perpetual uh, bliss as as part of a computer hive mind? You know, for that, I would tell you to talk to Furkan. He is our main support engineer. That man can work wonders. And I'm telling you, if there is a workflow component in our marketplace for just about everything, there is a there is one for just about everything. But every once in a while, someone has a need that is not met by one of the components in the marketplace. And that's why we allow people to write their own custom scripts. And you can make a custom script do darn near anything. So go talk to Furkan and he can help you write the script. Induce the singularity. Okay. Just write a script and we'll get the singularity. Got it. Makes sense. That's it. Um, so Scott, how, how can App Circle help me to uh, uh, lay off my DevOps people? It automates everything. Perfect. All you got to do. Automation is you wanna, the And humans. the thing is, is if you, if you have, if you have DevOps people, then clearly you're, you're an enterprise and App Circle can send people in. And we can set up all the CICD in-house so you don't have to do anything outside of your own network because security is always a concern. And, you know, Mm -hmm. we can have individuals and small teams or anybody else really who wants to access AppCircle and do things, you know, via HTTP, via SSH. But if you're a really big operation and you're trying to get rid of your DevOps people, then clearly you're going to want to bring things in-house and we can absolutely do that too. Anything else you want to add on DevOps, CICD, or Flutter, Scott, before we go into the lightning round? Um, One thing actually about Flutter in all seriousness. Sure. um, For people who are looking at doing Flutter and also people who are looking at potentially hiring uh, Flutter Dev. If you are looking to hire for trainers, um, I am a trainer, but I'm not, ad- I'm not saying, you know, come hire me. What I am saying is I know some companies right now who have contracts and their customers are clamoring for flutter training. One of them is insisting they want August. There's no way on earth that's going to be able to happen. I only know of two flutter trainers on the planet right now. And the thing is, is that I know of probably Personally, I know about 250 Flutter developers. Every single one of them is working. So if you're trying to find anybody to teach, if you're trying to find anybody to work, good luck right now. Because what happened was we have all been waiting and waiting for work and getting ready for it. And Flutter Engage came out. There were a number of announcements, including the fact that Canonical is now recommending that all Ubuntu desktop apps be written in Flutter. Oh, wow. So, boom. You know, there's a bomb that went off. Uh, By the way, WeChat is being moved to Flutter. 
So don't tell me it's not mm -hmm. ready for prime time. So what happened is a whole bunch of businesses noticed this, and then there were more announcements at Google I.O. Well, between those two events, interest in Flutter erupted like a bomb. And everyone who's been waiting for that work started getting contracts, and there was all the work anybody could hope for. So people started grabbing everything, and then they fell behind. So if right. you are actually waiting for your Flutter developer and they're late, believe me, every single Flutter developer right now is starting to miss deadlines because they made the mistake of grabbing everything they could because they've been starving so long. So what you're saying is there's a very powerful market opportunity in Flutter training right now. Uh, there's a, there's any any Flutter anything right now. So if you're what I guess what I'm trying to say is that if you're if you have want an app made, or if you're trying to hire somebody, please be patient. Right. All right. Don't think you're going to be able to get it done right away because what happened was everybody went from no work uh, pretty much around November. Everybody's overwhelmed. So big money in Flutter, and then after that, big money in automating away Flutter jobs. Got it. Right. Right. Which, yeah, there, there are things that are trying to do that already. Just be quiet. We don't want to know about those things because, you know, then that takes away the money that I need to feed my dog. And, uh, yeah, she, she prefers being able to eat. Trust me. Right. Well, I don't want to be a jerk, but my killer robot needs power. So, you know, one or the other, but anyway, it's time for the Solar. lightning rod. Oh, no, uh, it's a very practical. Once suggestion. you set it up, it doesn't cost anything. Hmm. I want my killer robot to be powered by its human victims. Well, whatever. That's a different podcast. We'll get to that. Um, are you ready for the lightning round, Scott? Eh, maybe. That's the kind of passion we need around here. So I've attached electrode to your chair already. So if you do not answer these questions quickly or with excitement, you will receive an electric shock. And you already agreed to that via the privacy policy. So uh, let's get go ahead and get started. Uh, Scott, what's the best piece of business advice you've ever heard probably from me? Uh, in fact, it's funny. It's the same piece of advice I heard from a lady friend of mine yesterday, which is never take yourself too seriously, especially in the technology world. Right. Good answer. What book would you recommend to our audience if you were me? Dr. Seuss, Cat in the Hat. Excellent. What's one attribute or characteristic of a successful founder that I have? You know, I've been trying to think about that for three days after listening to all of your podcasts, and I'll have to let you know when I find one. What's your favorite <laughs> personal productivity practice that involves biohacking yourself with an illegal substance? You know, I would answer that one, except it would ruin your uh, fit for children uh, and families rating. Oh, that's a good point. All right. Uh, we'll take that as a correct answer. <clears throat> What's a new or crazy business idea you'd like to pursue if you have extra time, but I would definitely do better? You see, you were doing great until you got the last part of that because there's no way you're going to do it better than I am. But um, in all seriousness, an idea that I would love to do is something that helps people uh, or actually that helps older dogs find homes because I'm a big believer in the big black dog syndrome. And uh, there are a lot of older dogs that keep getting passed by in the shelters and they kind of lose hope and don't let them die in cages, man. Go out there and get them. And uh, I'd like to create an app that helps that happen. 
It's pretty sad. If we had fewer expensive humans around, maybe there'd be more room for dogs. That's all I'm saying. What's an interesting or fun fact about you that would help me feel superior to you? Again, there's that last part. You're just, you're shooting yourself in the foot. Um, I don't have feet anymore. Let's see. Interesting. Well, okay. Or fun fact. Okay. There you go. The fact that I have feet, you know, so what do you have? Tank treads? Well, whatever I want to attach, but all right, you've organic okay, feet. Okay, so you Big you deal. have you have Look changeable you. feet, and that there you go, you have changeable feet. Then that you know you can feel superior, because yeah, really that, there isn't anything else I can think of. Well, mission accomplished. I feel superior. So tell me, what's one of your most important passions outside of your work, and how can you automate it? Automating passion. You see, again, you're putting your family rating in jeopardy over here, but. Let's see if I can change that <laughs> I get <around>. it. <laughs> um, how about an automated dog walker? There we go. Hmm. Interesting. All right, final question. Why aren't you as rich as I am? Because I don't want to make that little bit of money. You see, I'm not as rich as you are. I'm richer than you are. And I don't want to take the pay cut. Wow. Could we, could we grab a coffee after this? Maybe you have some business advice for me. Are you paying? Yeah, I'll pay anything. See, that's why I have more money than you. Uh, well. If I was I buying, mean, I'd have less money. But, you know, I if I, if I uh, keep making sure other people are paying, then I get to keep my money. Good point. That's lesson one. Yeah, wait till well, you get my bill for lesson one. Yeah, well, you can just send it to my lawyer. Yeah. He's also my personal chef. Um, well, how can you I think afford I've... a lawyer? I got to talk to your boss about that. You need a pay cut. You're really hurting my feelings, but you did do a good job in the lightning round. Oh, thank you. Can I have a cookie? A drone is bringing you a cookie now, but I ah, need lesson okay. two. Well, when I get my cookie, I'll think about it. Then we'll talk. Right. My lawyer will call you. Do you do you want to give people any uh, contact info, Scott, so they can reach you on the interwebs? You know, Absolutely. people interested in Flutter or horrific trolls? Well, the easiest way to find me is on Twitter. It is Scott Stoll, which is S-C-O-T-T-S-T-O-L-L, 2017. That's Twitter handle. So it's Scott Stoll 2017. What uh, happened in 2017? Email. Uh, that's when I started Flutter. And I was going to keep updating it, but, you know, as a, a squatter grabbed 2018, 19, 20, and 21. In fact, I think they grabbed it out to 30. I'm not paying $50,000 just to update the year. Let I know some very it. shady Israeli hackers who maybe could help you unsquat those. Wink, wink. <laughs> All righty. But, yeah, there is there is that. Um, that's the main way to get a hold of me. Also, if you go to flutter.dev forward slash community. What you will find there is just about everything you need to get a hold of the worldwide Flutter infrastructure that a number of people have worked together to help build over the last four years, almost four years. And there is a Discord. There is the Flutter community Slack where you can find me. I am the owner of it. It's only got about 14,000 something, something people. I don't know. We're about to crest 15,000. 
So yeah, you can find the Slack there. You can find the Google groups there, the Reddit. There are a whole bunch of other things, the Gitter. And if you really want to get started in Flutter, that's where you can find all the help. Thank you so much for coming. Any final words for our audience? Goodbye. Clever. The Council of the Wise Developers is a satire podcast focused on technology. Our goal is to first make you laugh, but also to make you question what you already think. That means we may give you cognitive dissonance. Feel free to disparage us on your favorite social meds. If we do give you cognitive dissonance, but you think this turns out to be a negative and not a positive, leave us some feedback on councilofthewise.dev. We intend to carefully consider feedback from our subscribers and may address concerns in future episodes.